Proverbs chapter 22, verse 29 says, Do you see a man skillful in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Fellow Marketplace Christians, stop apologizing and start winning. Welcome to the Success Edge, the show that helps you take your walk as a Marketplace Christian to the next level. Here's your host, Christian entrepreneur, Tyler McCart. So what's going on, Kingdom Success listeners? Tyler McCart coming at you. Episode 244. We are wrapping up our series on financial stewardship, and we're in installment number six. And if you hear my dog <laughs> actually walking around, uh, she's she's loose right now in the house, my little Pomeranian. But anyway, <clears throat> gang, before I jump into the content, just want to uh, make a quick mention of a couple quick things. Uh, you know, hey, look, uh, appreciate you guys partnering with me. Uh, if you've actually gone to my Patreon page and actually partnered up with there, I really appreciate that. Um, you can actually do a, I think it's a dollar or five dollars or ten dollars, whatever it is. Um, but I just want to tell you, thank you so much for partnering with me. If you feel led to partner with me, jump on board. Uh, the, the other thing I wanted to make mention is uh, obviously our, you know, text message service that we have that you can get directly access to me. Uh, I actually had a couple people sign up for that here as of uh, late, and I uh, just want to welcome you guys on board uh, to the Kingdom of Success uh, text message service. Uh, and again, it comes direct to my phone. Uh, it's definitely not something I'm going to spam your text message box or inbox. <laughs> That's not the goal at all. Uh, but anyway, the other last thing I just always want to share, I ask you guys to do is share this with a friend. Uh, that's going to be the best way we actually get this uh, word out about how the God wants you to succeed. God needs you to be successful. Actually, I was mentioning this to actually a couple of people uh, as I was, you know, kind of doing some coaching calls with them. And that is that God actually wants you to be more. He wants you to be more successful than actually you even want to be successful because he needs you to be successful. And because he's in the people business and because he's in the people business, he wants to get more people into the kingdom. And the best way to do that is actually so that you can act the influence over people and influence them for the kingdom. Uh, the anointing that would be on your life or whatever, you know, capacity you have of, you know, of your job, your business, uh, just a friendship you might have with somebody, but you know, God's very interested in you actually being successful. And uh, he says that in his word, and that's why the Kingdom of Success podcast exists. And so I hope you actually share this with somebody and uh, let them know that it's out there. But anyway, so I have my notes, and I want to go over this. Let me actually start off with the kind of focal ver verse that we've had over this course of you know these six different uh, episodes here. And that is actually <clears throat> comes out of Luke uh, 16, I believe. I mean, jump, yep, Luke 16, verse 11. And it says in here, and this is Jesus talking, it says, if you have not handled the riches of this world with integrity, why should you be trusted with eternal treasures of the spiritual world? 
That is actually Jesus talking right there. So who do you trust? Who do you trust? Who do you trust? That is the big question. And what this whole series is, is, is who do you trust, obviously, but realizing that the money that you have is not really your money. God's the one that has given you the power to get wealth. Now, because he's given you the power to get wealth, that means that everything you have, every possession that you have within your possessions, it didn't come from you originally. Every good gift that you have came from your heavenly father. So, and every bad thing that's happened, obviously originated with, you know, Satan or the demonic forces that would want to hold you back. But here in this series, what, what my whole, I really kind of what my heartbeat has been is for you guys to make this transition from realizing that, Hey, everything I have is not mine. I am a steward. I am a manager of the possessions that I have. Therefore, I have I because it didn't come from my own, you know, ingenuity or thinking it up, then guess what? I have to submit myself to trust the person that is actually empowering me. And who is that? That's your heavenly father. The Holy Spirit's actually the one that's empowered you to get wealth. And a lot of times, prosperity gets a bad rap. It 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 just does, uh, because you might hear. Uh, I'm thinking of a uh, person that actually reached out to me, a, you know, a, little, a long time ago about, you know, that the prosperity message is is a false teaching. It's it's not something that should be taught up, taught or spoken about. Because God doesn't want any of that. And I, I beg to differ. You know, prosperity, and this is where that I, I feel like, you know, when you have this stewardship mindset that I am here to manage, I'm here to manage well what God has given me. <clears throat> when you realize that, then you're okay prospering. And you realize that prosperity is not about me. In fact, I want to read this right here. Uh, from the book Financial Stewardship by Andrew Walmack, which I, I've got the link down below for you guys to go and get. But, you know, the motive behind what you do is very important to God. And so this is why this mindset of a financial steward has to be kind of at the forefront that I'm here to steward well, cultivate what I what is going on and make sure that I'm doing that in the proper attitude of my heart. And a lot of people sit there and think, now I'm just going to read this right here. Um, a lot of, uh, another problem some people have is thinking that prosperity is selfish. I've, this is Andrew talking. I've had a lot of people tell me they are satisfied with what they have and they don't want any more. I agree that being content with what you have is godly. 
that's that's good. I mean, it talks about being content with what you have, but it also it's also selfish to say you don't want more resources. <laughs> that's, that's kind of a you know slap in the face. Now, why why is that? What most people, what most of those people that are really saying, as long as my needs are met, then I'm satisfied and I don't need any more. What about everyone else? When you have excess money or more than enough money, you can be a blessing to those in need. Have you ever thought about that? Without extra finances, you are limiting yourself and your ability to give. This is why prosperity is not about you. It's better to prosper and increase your finances, not for yourself, but so you can be a blessing to someone else. Kingdom success, you know, I've had people sit there and go, you know, you shouldn't, I just, I, I just remember this, example here. Um, I remember Amy and I going actually, uh, when we lived actually in Myrtle Beach, uh, South Carolina, we would sometimes actually go and visit uh, these homes, beautiful homes that were actually on the beach. And we'd walk past them or we would drive past them. And I remember one time we actually brought along a couple uh, with us and I remember that couple just sitting there going, God, you know, I, I can't believe they would want anything like that or such a waste, you know, of, you know, you could be giving this, you know, that probably that amount, amount of money or whatever it is to somewhere else. And it was almost like that, you know, the, they were judging because these people had this really nice home and probably it costs way more than what they're home uh, cost and that felt like that there was too much for them to have of excess of prosperity or, or, you know, material wealth or whatever it is. And I remember I had learned at that time that obviously we shouldn't judge anybody, number one, but number two, we should, I mean, obviously not passing judgment along just because you don't even know the person and you don't know the motive or what's behind their heart. Because, and I had to point this out to, to this couple, I said, what if, what if this couple actually had fully paid for for that house? What if they had actually had no debt on that house? What if they actually gave more money than what my income and your income combined, what if they gave more than that away? What, what if, so instead of sitting there judging, you know, them based upon what you might see or think or think is too much. I mean, it's, it's almost like you sit there and go, well, what is too much? Is it having a hundred thousand dollars is too much? Uh, is that too much of an excess or, but hey, if if you if you're below like say seventy five thousand dollars, if then that's that's okay. Then you you're you're good. But then there's another person probably out there that might be judging you because you make seventy five thousand dollars. <laughs> so there's a no win in the in it at all. But God, 
whenever you have this mindset of a steward, then what happens is, is that you realize this ain't my money anyway. And I am here to put these dollars to work. Yes, for my family's needs. Yeah, that that is a true statement. But also for another person or another organization that's going to go out and do something good with that actual money that you actually give. <clears throat> the right mindset of a financial steward is a lifestyle of giving, is a giving mindset of a, this isn't mine, I'm here to steward it. If there's a need, I want to fill that need for that person. That is the proper mindset right there. <clears throat> and trust me on this, the more you give, you cannot outgive God. You, you, just, you just can't outgive God. God. God is going to get, if he can find someone, I mean, this is why that I'm just reminded of the scripture verse of, uh, I think it's um, either first or, first or second Chronicles 16, verse nine, that the eyes of the Lord range to and fro to show himself strong to those whose hearts are fully committed to him. You know, that word strong I, I believe, and I, I, I didn't look it up, but I, I believe that word strong also has some pertaining to, you know, uh, prosperity, of stability, of, of being able to be a blessing to others. It's just not, God, God's never interested in making himself strong to someone else without being a blessing to somebody else. <laughs> That's why whenever he's trying to, you know, the mindset of you, kingdom success, when you are prompted to give, God's got something on his mind to help get to you. So he's wanting you to be a blessing to someone else. And in doing so, he's going to obviously return that back to him. God is not a person where that he's a you know, he's going to hold on to everything. No, I mean, God, it says that we're supposed to be imitators of, of our heavenly father. Well, because we're supposed to be imitators of our heavenly father, it says that the first thing G, that God did was give. He, I mean, the best scripture, the most popular scripture verse, John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave. God is a giver, guys. And when you actually can switch on your brain and turn on a lifestyle of giving, a giving lifestyle, I promise you that you're going to flourish, you're going to prosper in every area of your life. I mean, it all starts with finances because, again, you know, if you if you can't believe God, if you can't trust God with your finances, you you can't go to higher things. You can't sit there and it just it just makes it so much easier for you once you kind of realize, okay, I'm going to be a giver just like God, and then God in turns sees that He sees that you're actually willing to do that. And what happens is is it's just how the kingdom works. Of you're starting to sow seed back into the kingdom. Well, God can get back to you what you need. You know, I think I have um, a episode out there. I think it might be episode 114 
or 115. I'm not sure. <clears throat> that episode is called, Why Is My Giving Not Working? And I would highly recommend you guys going and listening to that episode because it actually talks, I talk in there about that there's different types of giving within the kingdom of God <clears throat> and you being able to recognize when God is prompting you to give of what it is, why he's wanting you to prompt you, then trust me, you will start to see those returns that I talk about in that episode um, come back to you. Because God, God's just not going to sit there again and just take your money just to sort of take your money. No, God, it, it, that's just not how the kingdom, that's not how it works. Sowing and reaping is the nature of our Heavenly Father. It, it is. <clears throat> so let me go back in my notes real quick, make sure I'm not missing anything right here. Um, prosperity is about giving. Prosperity is also relative. You know, it isn't, it's important to remember that it isn't limited to those living in developed nations. You know, prosperity is for a farmer in a small village might mean that he's got 10 goats instead of one. That might be prosperity to him. <clears throat> or you might have, you know, six chickens instead of two chickens, right? You don't have to live in a multi-million dollar house on Beverly Hills to be prosperous. The standard of prosperity is relative. But though but the these truths about prosperity will work in any situation anywhere in the world. The key is having the right motive, motivation and seek God first. When you do that, you put yourself in a position to receive God's supernatural flow. <clears throat> I always remember, um, remember this right here, that I'm not called to be a reservoir. I'm not called to be a container. All right. I'm called to be a distribution center. I always remember the illustration of, you know, a water hose. All right. I am just a, the conduit to get what God has given me into somebody else's hands and to bless them. And along the way, guess what? I'm going to get wet too. That's just the way it works. <clears throat> the reason why God wants to bless us is so that we can be a blessing. If you come into a recession, <clears throat> watch this. Cut back on your personal spending, yeah, but never cut back on what you are doing for God. If God can get money through you, he will get it to you. Let me say that one more time. It's powerful right there. If God can get money through you, he will get money to you. Prosperity is having so much of an abundant supply that you are able to be to abound unto every good work, which means that blessings will flow your way when you are living to give. <clears throat> when you give money, it's like planting seed. In the same way that planting a seed gives rise to new plant plants that bear more seed, Giving money away causes finances to grow in your life. Gang, you can have either 
uh, two different mindsets or conditions of your heart. You can be a seed eater or you can be a seed sower. You know, as a, as a, as the mindset of a financial steward of God's and you, you realizing that, Hey, I don't own this. then guess what? You turning around and being a giver is your ticket. It's how, I don't know how else to say it. It's how Amy and I were able to, to get ahead, to get beyond this. And then all of a sudden it was easier for us to believe for bigger things, for uh, the healing of, you know, of certain uh, loved one that we needed to see healed or deliverance that we needed to, our criticism that we might be receiving from somebody that we needed to have deliverance from. You know, we could actually trust God for those things because we had already trust God with the visible thing, aka money. Let me let me just wrap up with this. All right, I, I feel like that I, I could continue on. Just if you really want to, the book is the book is there for you, and the book is a powerful book. Highly recommend the book. It's been a great book for me to 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 read and reread my notes, and my highlights that I have. But we're not supposed to give where you are begged. Okay, so just let me make sure we hear that. Don't give where you're begged to give. We're supposed to give as we purpose in our hearts. So never give out of emotion. And I know a lot of times that you might sit there and have a video played in front of you or have a, you know, a helpless child or whatever it is. When you go into a situation, go into a service or going to say your church or whatever, you should have already had time where you've purposed in your heart what you're going to give. And maybe you might be prompted in the by the Holy Spirit to give more, which is fine, but it should never be out of emotion. It should never be out of condemnation that you got to give because this is it. We're not going to be able to make it anymore, or you know, this is our these people are going to perish or whatever. It should never be out of pressure. Remember this always, that the enemy is all about pressure. The enemy is all about guilt and condemnation. The enemy is always about pushing. How much can I push you, you know, to get you to act? That's not, that's not how you should function. The Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit is all about drawing. The Holy Spirit is always a, always a gentleman and he's always going to pull you along to do what you what he's leading you to do. So it's never going to be a push. And so that's something that, you know, when it comes to giving or giving out, you know, and putting a uh putting your faith out there for the giving that you do uh have, that guess what? God gets involved with that whenever you give with the right motive. Not out of duress, but only with a cheerful heart, a heart that is willing to actually give. So kingdom success. I could keep going with all this. I could keep talking about, uh, finances because there's over 2000 scripture verses in, uh, scripture about finances. So God definitely wants you to prosper. God wants you to, uh, be the head and not the tail, but God wants to, you know, for you to prosper and to be in health, even as your soul prospers. So as you're listening to to me, 
and listening to other you know podcasts or reading other books, your soul is prospering. Therefore, guess what? Your health and your prosperity is going to increase as well. That's just the way it works. And so Kingdom Success, I love you guys. All right. I hope this series has been good. I know it's been good for me to talk about. Remember, prosperity is not about you. You should actually want to increase in what you do so you can be a blessing to more people. Have a goal, if you want to, of giving away 50% of your income. How about that? So that you can be a blessing to other people and watch God increase you all the more. And you make God your source, and guess what? You get on the, the, the train of giving, a lifestyle of giving. And I promise you, God will supernaturally bless you because of that. So, kingdom of success. Hey, again, I'm done. This is my wrap-up on this series here. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you share this with somebody uh, that might need to hear this. Again, know that you're blessed. You're highly favored. You're empowered to prosper. You walk in divine health and the spirit of breakthroughs upon you guys. And gang, I'll catch you on the other side. 